Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I, I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's bad grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Am I on the Air, your one-stop shop to get caught up in all the latest and greatest in entertainment news. If you're looking to know what's going down in the world of television, in the world of movies, if you're looking for some ideas on movie reviews, this is your spot. I am your host, Don Mega, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, it is Thursday, yes, a little odd off on our schedule here. It's Thursday, March 19th, and uh, this is Season 10, Episode 10. Uh, tonight's show is called Record All Night. Um, typically, I've been putting the shows out on Wednesdays lately, uh, but yesterday I was spending some time with Geeky Pat uh, from our Red Dragons Radio. We were hanging out in a part of Red Dragons Radio Studios, and uh, we're helping him set up some new equipment. And uh, he put up his brand new show last night with his new equipment uh, that you can currently go listen to right now on reddragonsradio.com. Click on the show tab for This Week with the Geek with Geeky Pat, and uh, you can check out his latest episode. So, yeah, so I spent pretty much most of the day with him getting everything set up, uh, so I was not able to bust out a show, uh, unless I would have recorded it super late last night, and I just didn't have the energy for it. So I said, you know what, we'll wait till Thursday morning, and we'll do it nice and refreshed, and we'll get everything cracked out. So that's what we're doing here right now. Uh, on this episode of Am I on the Air? So, without any further ado, let's get into it, and we'll start with our movie review of the week. And this is going to be Run All Night. Yes, Run All Night is the number two movie at the box office right now, and is the latest action movie starring Liam Neeson. Uh, this has Liam Neeson... Uh, Ed Harris, Common, and Joel Kinnaman. Uh, we've talked about Joel Kinnaman lately because he's actually the guy that's going to be playing Rick Flag in the Suicide Squad film. He's the one that replaced Tom Hardy uh, after Tom Hardy exited the film. So, uh, I actually saw this with Geeky Pat last week, and uh, we saw it opening night on Friday, and um, it's a pretty good little action flick. Um, you know, a lot of people compare it to Taken, and fair enough, I mean, it almost 
kind of is in a way. Uh, Basically, the premise of the story is that Ed Harris is kind of like the big mobster kind of guy in New York, and um, Liam Neeson works for him. He's kind of a drunk, he's kind of an asshole, to be honest, and Joel Kinnaman plays his son, who wants nothing to do with him. Um, Ed Harris's son is trying to come up in the business, and he's trying to make things happen, and he unfortunately makes a very bad deal, which goes sour, uh, and he ends up, uh, Ed Harris's son ends up murdering uh, a guy. Well, Joel Kinnaman witnesses it. So, uh, Ed Harris's son is going after Joe Kinnaman, trying to basically eliminate all the witnesses. Uh, therefore, um, Liam Neeson shows up and he actually shoots Ed Harris's son and kills him, basically to protect his own son, Joe Kinnaman. Um, at this point, he, Liam Neeson calls Ed Harris and says, Hey, I killed your boy. I'm sorry. He was going to kill my son. You know, he wasn't thinking straight. I just wanted to let you know. And it's pretty much at that point where Ed Harris says, you know what, you're dead to me, and, you know, you better watch your back because we're coming for you, you and your son. So now there's a hit out on Liam Neeson and Joel Kinnaman, and basically it's pretty much survive the night. It's get through the night and um, see if they can survive it. And, you know, Common is uh, one of the hitmen that get called on to go kind of, he's kind of like almost like a Terminator in this film who gets called out to go after Liam Neeson and Joel Kinnaman. Um, but you know, like it's got a decent little story and I thought the action was actually a lot of fun. The pacing I thought was pretty good on it. Um, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. I didn't even know that. And he plays actually a cop. And, um, so some of it becomes a little formulaic. You can kind of tell where the story's kind of shifting. They kind of lay out some pretty big, um, you know, bird seeds there for you to pick up on. Uh, but overall I thought it was a decent little action flick. So out of five stars, I give Run All Night three out of five. It was a good film. Um, would I tell you to hurry up and rush out and go see it? No. Um, but, you know, I would say this is a this is a good little rental film, you know, when it comes out. Um, and if the price is right, I would buy it on Blu-ray if, if it was probably like 10 bucks or cheaper. <laughs> um, so, you know, a lot of people are saying this is better than Taken 2 and 3. Um... I don't know about that. I like the Taken franchise a lot, and I actually quite enjoyed Taken 3. So, maybe better than Taken 2 for me, but, uh, you know, it, it's pretty much what you would expect. I mean, when I walked into the theater, I knew kind of what I was getting into, and when it was over, I said, yep, that was exactly what I knew I was getting into. So, run all night, 3 out of 5 stars there. Alrighty. Well, let's, my friends, get into the news of the week. we got a lot of stuff to kind of wrap into. Um, before I get into the physical news, I want to talk a little bit about some positive words I've been hearing about some films. Uh, this past week was a big film festival called South by Southwest. Uh, it happens every year. It's pretty much an indie uh, film festival where a lot of studios try to show their indie films, see if they can get picked up by major studios. It's kind of a first look kind of thing. But this year, they actually showed some studio films early just to kind of get some buzz from the crowd. And there's a handful of them that I'm really looking forward to this summer. And I was hoping that we were going to hear some good stuff. And we actually really did. Uh, Up first is a film called Ex Machina. And uh, I think this movie just looks crazy sick. I mean, it has Oscar Isaac. And he basically builds this AI robot female 
uh, who kind of, I don't know if she goes crazy or he goes crazy, but uh, Domhnall Gleeson is in the film as well, and he kind of falls for the robot, and it's this science fiction kind of movie. Um, the trailers look great, and if you haven't seen them, check out the trailers on miontheair.com, and um, it's, it looks like quite an interesting film. From the word I'm hearing, this is the film that kind of stole the festival. Everybody was walking out saying this is going to be the film to beat. A um, lot of lot of hype around Ex Machina. So um, I, that gets me super stoked because I already thought it looked awesome. And then just to hear how many people are saying, man, this might be the best movie of the year and all kinds of stuff makes me super, super excited. Um, then they did a couple comedies. They did a comedy night a couple days ago and they filmed or they showed Spy which is the new film starring Melissa McCarthy, uh, directed by um, Paul Feig, who's going to be doing the new Ghostbusters reboot. Um, he's the director of Bridesmaids and the Heat. Um, and Spy, basically, we've posted the trailers for this as well. Go check it out, amarontheair.com. And um, basically, it's, you know, all the spies are compromised, so they end up having to put Melissa McCarthy into the field. Uh, Jason Statham's in this, and Jude Law. It's got a really good cast. And, um... Once again, word coming out of the festival is that this movie's really, really funny, and uh, everybody really enjoyed it. So that makes me super happy because I like the, I especially love the Red Band trailer. I thought it looked awesome. Uh, and the other comedy is the new Amy Schumer comedy called Trainwreck. Uh, Trainwreck looked awesome when the trailer dropped a couple weeks ago. Uh, and same thing, they released a Green Band trailer and they released the Red Band trailer, and I thought the Red Band trailer was hilarious. Uh, this film's actually directed by Judd Apatow, who is one of my favorite comedy directors. He did 40 Year Virgin and Knocked Up, and this is 40. Um, he's got a good sense of comedy. and But Amy Schumer actually wrote and produced the film, and she obviously stars in it. And once again, coming out of the festival, I'm hearing, like, this might be the funniest movie of the year. They're saying this really was just had everybody rolling. The film is great. Uh, they did say that the film was advertised as a work in progress. So I know a lot of people are scared that they're going to change stuff because everybody enjoyed it so much. So they're like, please, I hope they don't change anything on it because it was so good. Um, so... Uh, great, great, great to hear how well Trainwreck was perceived at South by Southwest. Uh, and lastly was a surprise showing. No one knew this was coming, and literally the day of, they announced at midnight, or actually at 12.07 that night, they were going to do the first screening ever of Furious 7. Of course, the new Fast and Furious movie. And um, they did, and I started following all the tweets, and I was watching all the like words that were coming out of it. And everybody was loving this film. I mean, some people are saying it's the best in the series. Some others are saying it doesn't it doesn't quite hit like what five or six did, but it's like right there. Uh, everybody says the action is just top notch. You know, it's just it's so just beautifully over the top, like we've come to be accustomed by of the Fast and Furious films now. Uh, that the Rock is incredible and Jason Statham is the bad guy and just and. Nobody is spoiling what they do with Paul Walker's character, which is great. Um, you know, when they filmed the movie, or when they showed the showing at South by Southwest, they said to everybody, we don't care if you write up reviews of the film, we don't care if you talk about it. All we ask is that you don't spoil how we handle Paul Walker's character at the end of this film. And no one has. And then it makes me really happy, because I thought that people were going to be like, yeah, whatever, and just post whatever the hell they want. No one's talking about it, but what they're saying is that it was handled beautifully, and it's a very touching film at the end of the film, and you just, you feel the love, and you feel, like, the genuine compassion for, you know, 
for Paul Walker's character and everything. So it just gets me that much more excited. We're literally like two weeks away um, from Furious 7 opening up, and I can't wait to see it. Um, I was talking to Geeky Pat yesterday about it, and I think, you know, at, right after Furious 7 comes out, and me and him check this out in IMAX 3D, or not 3D, but in IMAX, um, that we're going to do a very special Am I Still on the Air? And kind of, you know, just kind of talk about this whole franchise in general. Me and Geeky Pat are just ginormous fans of the Fast and Furious franchise, and we really want to break it down and talk about it. And um, so we're going to do a special Am I Still in the Air, uh, you know, in memory of Paul Walker and just of this glorious franchise, you know, and hopefully we'll have some great stuff to say about number seven. So, uh, so yes, I mean, great stuff coming out of the South by Southwest Festival, talking about Ex Machina, Spy, Trainwreck, and, and um, Furious 7 makes me super, super thrilled. On the TV side of things, uh, before I get into the news, I want to touch on some TV stuff that's kind of been popping up in the last week. Uh, Number one, I've talked about this show a thousand times, and I'm going to continue to preach it, Banshee. Banshee is on Cinemax. It's the best show on television going right now. Uh, It just had the season three finale this past Friday, and it was incredible. And, you know, spoiler free, but, you know, this... The show takes a turn and really leaves you hanging on the edge of your seat for season four. Of course, somebody died because that's just what Banshee does. They kill everybody. Um, You know, I mean, it just the way the show ends shows you that they're going to take this show in a completely different way in season four. And it's going to kill me having to wait like a year to see the show again. Um, that's the one thing I hate about um, about cable shows, premium cable shows, is the fact that you have to literally wait like 10 months to see the show again. And I'm just like, oh, I need my Banshee. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, once again, if you haven't seen it, go watch Banshee. You need to see this show. It's an incredible action show. It's got everything you would ever want uh, in a television show. It keeps you on the edge of your seat every time. Uh, finally yesterday, and I don't know why they took a little break, but they did, and it was stupid, but they're back. Uh, we finally got new episodes again of Flash and Arrow and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and, um, I'm telling you, man, I love these shows. Like, they're just, they're killing it right now, especially Flash. Flash had an episode this week that really took the show to a whole nother level, um, especially the last 10 minutes of the show. You're just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and just like, things just keep happening, and they're changing the outcome of different things, and it's awesome. So once again, if you haven't, if you're not watching Flash, get on the boat, because Flash is incredible. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is killing it right now. They're really doing a great job um, breaking down the Inhumans and really kind of separating the factions of, you know, man-made science experiments and Inhumans, which are basically people with gifted abilities inside, um, which I think is, a, is an important breakdown because this is going to help us understand more with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch when Age of Ultron come out because I believe they're man-made, like they were, they were Hydra experiments, whereas, you know... Dealing with the Inhumans, those are people that have powers that are already born in your body. You just need them activated by these Terrigen crystals. Um, So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is just killing it right now. They left on kind of a really cool cliffhanger on this week's episode that I can't wait to see next week with uh, Edward James almost (laughs) making his cameo finally. 
um, and Arrow, you know, Arrow's been kind of a rocky road lately, it's my, it's went from my most anticipated show of the week to, like, the bottom, kind of, of all the superhero shows, uh, but they had a pretty decent episode this week, and I feel like the show's starting to get a little bit back on track, so, uh, it makes me excited, and hopefully, you know, we'll have some good stuff here in the future on Arrow, but a good episode this week, so check out Flash, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Arrow, uh, they're just, they're doing really, really well, um, I talked about this, I believe, last week, but on Netflix, there's a show called Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, It's got 13 episodes, I believe. They're all available right away because it's that Netflix kind of setup. Um, I finished the show last night. Uh, Me and my wife loved it. It was great. We just basically in the last week binge-watched all 13 episodes. It's a hilarious show. It has kind of a quirky sense of humor. It's created by Tina Fey. if you like 30 Rock, I think you'll really like this show. It's got that 30 Rock kind of humor. Um, some people really love it. I've told some other friends who gave it like one episode and said, eh, it's not really for me. I just wanted to shout it out again because if you're looking for something to watch, you can binge watch this entire season right now on Netflix. And I think it's pretty damn funny, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And lastly, I'm very excited that Undateable is back. Undateable is a show that debuted on NBC last year uh, around this time. And it was kind of a throwaway show. Like, they just kind of gave it, like, I had never heard about it. And it was just like all of a sudden they're like, hey, here's this new comedy Undateable, check it out. And and it only had like 12 or 13 episodes, and but it actually ended up doing pretty good. And me and my wife got into it, and I was like, man, they just kind of threw this show out. And they were airing like two episodes a week just to kind of burn the show off. Uh, but it ended up doing really, really well, and they they renewed it for a second season. And it debuted on Tuesday night this week. Uh, the new season two premiere of Undateable, and um, it it was really really funny. I'm so happy that this show is back. It's I think I think it's one of the best sitcom comedies that's on television right now. Um, so and and they paired it to come on right after The Voice, which is super smart. So it actually did really really well in the ratings uh, on its premiere Tuesday night because people were just hanging out after watching The Voice, and uh, you know it's good when they do good pairings like that. So, uh, I highly recommend Undateable. It's a super funny show. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on Hulu and everything as well. So, that's just kind of a little TV breakdown that I wanted to do this week. And now, without further ado, we'll get into the news of the last seven days or so. Alright, up first is Joe Carnahan. He's going to be taking on uh, DreamWorks' new film, Motorcade, uh, which is kind of about, like, saving the president and the presidential motorcade, and gets kind of taken over and stuff. It's going to be an action movie. Uh, The CW has announced that uh, at the end of May will be the season finales of The Flash and Arrow, which kind of we expected. Uh, Danny Trejo has joined the From Dust Till Dawn TV series that airs on the El Rey Network. This makes sense. We all know, you know, Robert Rodriguez is the guy behind uh, the From Dust Till Dawn series. And um, he's great friends with Danny Trejo. He has Danny in everything. So, makes sense. Uh, the Uncharted 4 video game has been delayed to spring 2016, just to let you know, so no longer coming out uh, this year. Um, Joseph Kaczynski has been confirmed to direct Tron 3. Um, so, here's the thing. I talked about this, I believe, a little bit on last week's show, about Tron 3, saying that there was that report that came out that says it's going to start shooting in October. Um and I said, this is just a rumor, nothing's been confirmed. So here's what has been confirmed. Disney 
has confirmed that they are bringing back Joseph Kunsiski to direct the film. He did Tron 2, Tron Legacy. Um, so we know that he's coming back to direct, but they have not confirmed the October start date to direct or to start filming. And they also said the film has not been greenlit yet. So that's a big deal. No movie gets start to f- get start filming until it's greenlit, and it has not been greenlit. So the only confirmation we have right now on Tron Three is that Joseph uh, Kinsiski is going to be directing the film. So take that. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey stars Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dorman are seeking seven-figure raises for the sequels. Um, this has been an interesting little piece of news that kind of came out. Um, they're kind of trying to take from um, uh, what's-her-face's playbook, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, you know, what happened with Jennifer Lawrence was she was kind of building her name up, and when she did the first Hunger Games film, she got paid like $500,000. And then when she did Catching Fire, the second Hunger Games film, she got $10 million. Look at that raise, 500000 to $10 million. Um, so, basically what happened here was for Fifty Shades of Grey, Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dorman, the two leads, each only got paid 250000 to do the film. That's it, 250000 And I'm not sure what they agreed upon for the sequels. They are signed to do the sequels, so if the studio wants to be assholes, they could say, we don't care what you're demanding, you're making this damn movie. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure they will give them a raise. Fifty Shades of Grey was a ginormous hit. It's made over $500 million worldwide on a $40 million budget. So I think they could afford to pay these guys more than $250,000 for a film. Now, asking for as big of a raise as they want, I don't know about that. I think if they were smart, what they should have tried to play is, you know, hey, I get the 250 up front uh, for the first film. If the first film's successful, then in the second film, you're going to pay me $3 million. And then if the second film's successful and we do the third film, you're going to pay me $6 million. You know, like you kind of do this step program to where you get more and more with each film as long as they're successful. Or take a back-end profit, you know? Say, okay, I'll take the 250000 up front, but I want 10% of the uh, gross profit <laughs> returned to me at the end. That could end up making them a pretty nice paycheck. So, I definitely think they deserve a raise. Do they deserve Jennifer Lawrence money? Hell no. Um, but, you know, we will see how that plays out. But they definitely deserve a raise. There's no reason they should only get paid 250000 when the movie has made over $500 million of profit. So, uh, Tyler Labine is going to be co-starring in a new CBS comedy pilot. So that's good for him. I mean, this guy pops up in everything. And unfortunately, it seems like all his projects always get canceled. I like the guy, though. He's pretty funny. And I hope that maybe something will stick finally. Alex Trebek has renewed his Jeopardy contract through the 2017-2018 season. Um, Netflix's Daredevil has added six more to the cast. Uh, so you can, uh, there are no big names or anything. If you want, you can always check out the articles on our Twitter and our Facebook pages to see, uh, you know, if you want to read who exactly it is. But no, no real big names, but they just, they're fleshing out the cast a little bit. Uh, CBS's Mom and Mike and Molly have both been renewed for the 2015 through 2016 season. Uh, this makes me happy. I'm a fan of both Mom and Mike and Molly. I watch both these shows, so very excited to see that they both have been renewed for another season. Um, we got some Star Wars news, which was very exciting, coming out last week. Uh, the first spinoff film 
has been officially titled Rogue One. And Star Wars Episode Eight has been officially confirmed to be coming out on May 26, 2017. So this is really, really cool. The spin-off film will be released in December of uh, 2016. And it will be called Rogue One. Uh, so that is really, really cool. Um, and then it, what's cool is that Episode 8 is actually going to get out of that December time frame and come out in May, which is really the big opening month of the summer movie season. So that's really, really cool. May 26, 2017, we get Episode 8 that will be directed by Ryan Johnson. Um who uh, did Looper. He's going to be the one directing episode 8. Felicity Jones uh, has also been confirmed to be starring in Rogue One. So, whoo, lots of of big Star Wars stuff there. Um, Very excited to finally get some confirmation. I mean, we knew the the spinoff is going to start filming here soon, and we were like, man, can we get some information on this? So it's nice to know that the first spinoff film is Rogue One, and Star Wars Episode 8 is coming May 26, 2017. Hotel Transylvania 2, the animated film with Adam Sandler voicing Dracula and everything, uh, is going to be hitting theaters on September 25th. And on top of that, the first uh, teaser trailer for uh, Hotel Transylvania 2 is also dropped, and you can check that out right now on our Twitter, Facebook, and of course, amiontheair.com underneath the trailers tab. Let's see here. We got everything wrong with The Equalizer in 14 minutes or less. Um, the Ring sequel, we've talked about this before, they're doing another sequel to The Ring, it's going to be called Rings. Um, now the studio is coming out and saying that Rings will actually be a prequel, and it's going to tell the original origin story of the ghostly VHS tape. So, going in a little bit of a different direction, it's no longer a sequel, it'll now be a prequel, and, uh, yeah, so there you go, I really have no interest in Rings. Um, John Lasseter was set to direct Toy Story 4, um, but now he's actually going to co-direct the film, and he's going to be working with Pixar veteran Josh Cooley. So John Lasseter and Josh Cooley will co-direct Toy Toy Story 4. Um, In some rumor news for Suicide Squad, the rumor mill is heating up that Joe Maganello is going to be playing Deathstroke in the Suicide Squad film. If this happens, this is great. I think uh, Joe is an awesome actor. I think he belongs in a comic book film. And, you know, he's definitely got the size and the muscle and everything. And I think he'd be a really cool Deathstroke. The only thing I'm sad about, if this turns out to be true, is that I thought Joe Maganello would be an awesome Shazam. Um, you know, when we talk about The Rock as being Black Adam and everything, everybody keeps saying, well, who the hell can be big enough to go against The Rock? Boom, Joe Maganello. Joe Maganello could be Shazam. He's big enough to go face-to-face with The Rock. It would have been awesome. So it doesn't seem like I'm going to get my Shazam wish, but it looks like he might. I might get the wish of him being in a comic book film, and if he gets to be Deathstroke, that's pretty damn cool because hopefully he'll sign a multi-picture deal and we can maybe see Deathstroke pop up in the Batman movie and stuff. So I like it. I like this rumor a lot. Um... The Rogue One Star Wars film is going to be directed by Gareth Edwards, who was the director of the new um, Godzilla reboot that launched last year. So that's pretty cool. So um, that's just a little update there. Like Gareth Edwards will be directing uh, Felicity Jones in Star Wars Rogue One. Uh, 
congratulations, it is officially announced that Frozen 2 is coming. And uh, so that's pretty cool. It's kind of funny because last week uh, an article came out from the people behind Frozen and they said, oh, there's no plans to do a Frozen 2. And then on the same day they announced the, the Disney announced the Star Wars information, they said, oh, and by the way, Frozen 2 is coming. No shit, Frozen 2 is coming. You've always been working on Frozen 2. Frozen 2 is the fifth biggest movie in box office history and it's the highest grossing animated film of all time. Of course you're doing a sequel, so don't don't jerk me around, buddy. The Sci-Fi Channel has renewed 12 Monkeys for Season 2. Um, Andy Samberg is going to be hosting the 67th Annual Primetime Emmy Awards, so that'll be pretty cool. Uh, production has officially wrapped on Mission Impossible 5, and the new trailer should be coming very, very soon. Hopefully we'll get that maybe before the end of the week. Um, Fantastic Four 2 is getting bumped by a week because of the Star Wars uh, Episode 8 announcement. So, as we know, I just talked about it, Star Wars Episode 8 is going to be hitting theaters on May 26, 2017. Which then forced 20th Century Fox to make a quick decision and move back to Fantastic Four 2 from June 2nd to June 9th of 2017. So just a week, it's not a big deal, um, but I think it's a smart move because you don't want to come out a week after Star Wars Episode 8 launches. It just would have been, uh, it would have been a stupid, stupid move. Um... Also set to come out, though, on the same day as Star Wars Episode Eight is the Lego Batman movie, which is not moving at this point, uh, its release date. So, kind of cool that they're keeping that open. I think it's kind of smart. I mean, you could put the little kid movie out with Star Wars. Why not? But, yeah, so Fantastic Four 2, not a gigantic bump, but just a little bit to make way, uh, a little bit of breathing room for um, Star Wars. Liam Neeson did an interview after he was promoting Run All Night, and they asked him, you know, like, how many, you know, like, do you really like making these action movies, and, you know, how long do you see yourself doing it? And he basically said, uh, I see myself quitting action movies within the next two years. So we better hurry up and get our Taken 4 and 5 and uh, <laughs> everything else because um, he's quitting in two years. So let's, let's, get, let's get the most out of him. I want my A-Team 2. Come on, man. Where's my A-Team 2? Uh, it'll be sad to see him quit action movies, but uh, I, I think he's really great in them. But, you know, he is getting up there in age, so I'll give him his two years. We'll let, we'll let him go. Uh, in a box office predictions, Furious 7 is shaping up to look like it'll do a $110 million or more debut. That is massive right there, man. For an opening in April, they're thinking it's definitely going to cross that $100 million mark. I believe it. Uh, this is you know, going to be a massive film. Everybody's going to be curious to see how they handle the Paul Walker thing. So it's gearing up for a $110 million plus debut. Uh, D.B. Woodside has joined Fox's Lucifer TV show. Uh, Kathy Griffin has left um, the Fashion Police TV series. Um, now, this is also after Kelly Osborne has already left, and now the E! Channel has actually put the show on hiatus. Well, no shit, you just lost two of your four people that host the show. Um, Kathy Griffin hated doing this show. She's already talked kind of smack about it. She said that, you know, that they're just about kissing ass and doing this and that, and she's just not comfortable. It's not her bag, so she decided to leave on her own terms. Um, so, 
it's a very interesting story. I mean, Kathy Griffin after she's leaving after just seven episodes because uh, she just took over for Joan Rivers. So very interesting. But yes, if you're a fan of Fashion Police, it will be on hiatus. Uh, Kerry Washington is going to be starring as Anita Hill in a new HBO movie called Confirmation. Um, we have the new trailer for Before I Wake, starring Thomas Jane and Kate Bosworth. I actually really like this trailer. I, I don't know if this is going to be a theatrical release. I think it is, and I hope it is, because it looks pretty creepy. It's about, like, they, they adopt this kid, and whatever the kid's dreaming comes to life. And it's a, it's a horror movie, so, like, he might be dreaming of butterflies, but then the butterflies are all forming into this monster that's coming to eat you. You know, like, I mean, it's 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 cool, and it's creepy, and I really like Thomas Jane, but he hasn't been in a theatrical film in a, in a bit, and I think kind of the same with Kate Bosworth, so that's the only reason I hesitate, and I'm like, is this even going to be in the theaters, or is this going to be like an on-demand movie, or what? But it's a really cool trailer, nonetheless, so look, check out Before I Wake. We also have the second trailer for Tracers, which is a new Taylor Lautner uh, action movie. Um, Rumor Mill has it that Dominic Cooper may take the lead role in AMC's adaptation of Preacher. Um, He's already uh, Howard Stark. So you better watch it, buddy. But no, I, I I like Dominic Cooper, and I think it'd be pretty cool if he ends up being Preacher. So that that'd be a pretty tight move for him. Um, stars have also joined um, the Lucifer pilot. Let's take a look here. Let me pull up the names. Um, let's see here. So Fox's Lucifer is going to be. Uh, well, you already talked about DB Woodside from Twenty Four and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Um, he's going to be starring uh, as Amendale, uh, an angel sent to persuade Lucifer to return to hell. Uh, Suits alum Rachel Harris is going to be Linda, Lucifer's therapist in L.A. And former Sleepy Hollow star Nicholas Gonzalez is going to be starring as Dan, a gruff LAPD homicide detective. Uh, The trio join Lauren German and Tom Ellis, who will lead the cast as Detective Chloe Dancer and Lucifer, respectively. So, I'm looking forward to Lucifer. I think this is going to be a really cool TV show. So, let's keep stacking that, baby. Uh, Kevin Smith said he's going to start filming Clerks 3 here in a couple months. And he's also confirmed that he's working on Mall Rats 2. Yes! I'm glad to see that Kevin Smith is kind of going back to his bucket a little bit. Going back to the well. Uh, he's, he's tried some projects and I give him props for trying some things out of, the, out of uh, his normal wheelhouse. But they just really aren't working. Um... I miss his old school movies. I love Clerks and I love Clerks 2, so I'm super stoked on Clerks 3. And Mallrats is such an old school classic that I I would love to see what he would do with a second Mallrats film. So I'm very excited. I love Kevin Smith. I'll always support anything the guy does, uh, even though he gave me Tusk, which was just such a disappointment. (laughs) But, you know, I'm excited for Clerks 3 and Mallrats 2. Uh, we posted the character posters for Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, which is pretty cool. You can check that out on the Facebook page. Uh, we also have the new poster for The Flash, which has got the focus on the reverse Flash, uh, Mr. Harrison Wells himself, uh, which is a great-looking poster. Uh, Jamie Foxx is going to be starring in the Mike Tyson biopic film, and he's saying that uh, Martin Scorsese is going to be directing the film as well. So that is 
huge right there. Martin Scorsese, Jamie Foxx, Mike Tyson biopic film. Hell yeah. So very, very cool. We got some more casting on the Beauty and the Beast live action. Josh Gad has just been signed on to play Le Few. So that's a pretty cool casting. He definitely fits in right with that. Uh, I'm very excited about this. Literally in two weeks on March 28th, The Rock is going to be hosting SNL. Yes, Saturday Night Live, he's back. He's hosting for the fourth time uh, doing press for Furious 7. Uh, I'm super, super excited about this. Um, I'll be DVRing it and because uh, that's the same night that the WWE Hall of Fame is going to be live on the WWE Network, and I'll be checking that out live as it happens, so I'll have to watch uh, a DVR version of SNL, but I'm super, super stoked. I think the, every time The Rock has hosted SNL, it's been great, so I can't wait to see him on the show again, so very excited for that. Congratulations to The Rock coming back to host SNL for the fourth time on March 28th. All right, uh, let's see here. Eddie Murphy has signed on to play Richard Pryor's father in an, in uh, the Richard Pryor biopic film that they're doing. So that is really, really cool. I think that's a great fit right there. Peter Dinklage and Nicola Petz, uh, Peltz are in talks to join Christian Bale in Deep Blue Goodbye. Um, here. Oh, Richard Pryor... They say it's official, Oprah is coming to Empire, and I can't believe how big Empire has gotten. This is the new show on Fox, I feel like it's only been on for like four episodes, and everybody's like, this is the biggest show in the world! I don't know when Oprah is going to be on, but they're confirming that she's going to be on. I know the show just had its season finale, I hope maybe she was on the season finale and I missed it, (laughs) or maybe they're locking her in for next season, because the show's definitely coming back, they've already renewed it, Uh, but... Either way, whether she was there already or coming, Oprah on Empire. Um, Congratulations to Disney's Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6 has just become the highest grossing animated film of 2014. That is awesome. Congratulations to Big Hero 6. Um... A little bit last week about the Ghostbusters Cinematic Universe. Paul Feig, who's doing the female version of the Ghostbusters, he confirmed uh, that, that yes, they are doing the Cinematic Universe. Uh, he says he's only focused with doing his female version right now. He's not worrying about planting seeds and doing this and that for the guy versions. He said, I just want to make my female one, do the best I can, and try not to fuck it up. That was basically his quote. Um, but, but he did confirm, yes, Sony has plans for a big universe and everything will tie together. So um, that has been confirmed there, which is just, you know, it's always nice to hear confirmation. Um, CBS has casted its uh, lead for the Rush Hour reboot series. Uh, Justin Hires is going to be playing Carter, the role that Chris Tucker played originally in the films. Kata, Kata. Uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, of course, did the three Rush Hour films, and they're doing the TV remake, which we've been talking about this for months now. It's from the re- it's from the producers of Cougar Town, and. Um, and uh, Justin Hires is going to be playing Carter, the LAPD detective that Chris Tucker portrayed in the three feature films. Uh, and 
Let's see here. And I already talked about last week who's playing the Jackie Chan role. So it's all coming together. It's very cool. And uh, I love the three Rush Hour films, so I'll definitely be checking out the TV show, that's for sure. The Flash is said to be eyeing other speedsters for season two, and that is including Wally West and Bart Allen, uh, two other future Flashes uh, in the comic book series. Now that you know, they're talking about introducing time travel and all kinds of stuff. It really opens the floodgates to do whatever the hell they want, to be honest. So I think it'd be really cool to see Wally West and, and some of the other uh, characters pop up in season two. Um, the Crow remake has officially casted Boardwalk Empire's Jack Houston to play Eric Draven. Um, I don't know much about Jack Houston. I know he's on Boardwalk Empire. I know that he's the lead in the Ben-Hur remake that they're filming right now. I hear nothing but great things about this guy. I do. Um, I'm still really, really bummed that it's not Luke Evans. Because now they're saying that... Um, they're, they're saying that they're going to start filming this in a couple months. So Luke Evans just left the project a couple months ago, and he said, I left because there was no direction. They had no idea when they were going to film, and it, it, like he just said the whole production was lost. And now they, they hire Jack Houston, and they're like, oh, we're ready, we're starting to fill out the cast, and we're going to start filming in a couple months. And I, I hope that this all pans out. Jack Houston could turn out to be a great Eric Draven. I'm very, very burned on the Luke Evans dropout because I thought he was going to be an excellent, uh, you know, Eric Draven. I still have hope. I hold the Crow franchise up so dearly that I can't do anything else but keep my fingers crossed and hope that they give us an amazing Crow adaptation. So congratulations to Jack Houston. I hope you knock it out the park. Uh, Robert Kirkman... Uh, says that the uh, Walking Dead companion series is going to be a prequel and it will come before uh, the events of The Walking Dead. Uh, Cinderella came out, the live-action Cinderella film, and it is number one at the box office, but it also made $132 million globally in its opening, so a massive opening for the live-action Cinderella film. Congratulations to that. Let's see here. Um, congratulations, uh, Matt Bomber and Cheyenne Jackson are going to be checking into Hotel, the new American Horror Story season. Uh, so, uh, Matt Bomber had a little cameo on this past season of, uh, Freak Show, and, uh, Cheyenne Jackson's been on the show before, so they're going to be, uh, full-on for American Horror Story Hotel. And speaking of American Horror Story, Jessica Lang has also confirmed that she is leaving the show and she will not be back for the hotel season. Uh, we do know that Lady Gaga is a part of the hotel season as well. So goodbye to Jessica Lang. Uh, I think it's time. She's done all four seasons, and I think she's kind of played out, to be honest, on this show. She's a great actress, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, even my wife, who loved this show, she was like, man, if Jessica Lang comes back next year, She's like, I don't think I'm going to watch the show because it's just she's she's just becoming too much of a distraction, I think, to the overall show. So we were very excited to read that she uh, is leaving the show. 
We posted the second official trailer for Insidious Chapter 3. Check that out. Uh, Teen Wolf's Tyler Hoechlin won't return as a series regular for Season 5, so he might just be popping up here and there. Uh, Alexandra Desplat is going to be scoring the Star Wars standalone film Rogue One, so getting great talent there. He's a, you know Academy Award-winning composer, so congratulations for that. Um... Uh, Jessica Brown Finley, uh, she, I believe, was on um, Downton Abbey. Um, she has also joined the Crow film. So Jack Houston and Jessica Brown Finley will be in the Crow. She's going to be playing Sarah, who is uh, uh, the Eric Draven's wife, that or fiancé that ends up getting murdered, uh, and then they end up murdering him, and he comes back to avenge her death as the Crow. Uh, Emma Thompson and Kevin Klein have joined the Disney uh, Beauty and the Beast live-action film, so that's really, really cool. Uh, Paramount Pictures is going to be releasing Captive, starring David Oyelio, so he's, his new movie is going to be coming out here soon, based on a true story. Um, let's see. Uh, Speaking of Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast uh, has been given an official release date, and it will hit theaters on March 17th, 2017, so a couple years out from that one. VH1 has renewed the 90s dramedy called Hindsight. I never even heard of this show, but hey, it gets a second season, all right. Uh, America Fiera uh, is going to be starring in NBC's new comedy called Superstore. Ryan Reynolds says that even the most critical fans are going to love the Deadpool movie. Uh, He says that they are working so hard on it, and they have such a great script that he says that it's going to be hard for even the most critical fans of Deadpool to not love this film. I love Ryan Reynolds' anticipation. I love his excitement for this film. Uh, He is just killing it right now. So I'm very, very excited on what he's doing and bringing to Deadpool. So... Love it. Um, Rumor has it that Batman will be casting a shadow over the Suicide Squad movie. So, no word really yet if Ben Affleck is going to actually be in Suicide Squad. I mean, if they just show some video footage or something of Batman fighting, that could be anybody in the suit doing that. Um, But yeah, they're basically saying that, you know... Joker is that Batman in this universe is kind of like a boogeyman like nobody's really seen him or anything except for the Joker the Joker has history with him and that's why Amanda Waller and the Suicide Squad wants to get information from Joker about Batman and that they should they watch some video footage of Batman fighting and this and that Um, so his presence they're saying is going to possibly be felt in the Suicide Squad film but no confirmation or anything on Ben Affleck actually having a cameo or doing anything in the film. Uh, congratulations to Robbie Kay, who has joined NBC's Heroes Reborn TV show. Um, Nicholas Holt may be playing Beast for the last time in X-Men Apocalypse. His contract is up after Apocalypse, um, and he says he has not signed a new one yet. But he says he loves playing Beast, and he loves how these films have become so successful. So he says, I'm not opposed to signing, you know, like a like an extension or a new contract if they decide to uh, keep me around. So hopefully he does. I would hate that they would just change out Beast all of a sudden after they've kind of rebuilt the team again in X-Men. So um, I'm sure they'll re-sign him. But at this point, this is his last contract. He just signed for the three films. 
Uh, Dominic Purcell, uh, who is on The Flash right now, he plays Heat Wave, uh, he has joined that Arrow slash The Flash spinoff series that we've been talking about that's going to come out next year. So, uh, this this spinoff series has me so wondering, man. Like, are you just going to have all these random villains and, like, really the only hero is, is, is Adam? I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do this, but Dominic Purcell has joined that. Uh, we have the teaser poster for Spectre, which is pretty cool. It's just kind of a picture of Daniel Craig, kind of in his, you know, ready for action <laughs> as James Bond. I don't know. Uh, shooting has begun on Warner Brothers Pictures, Arms and the Dudes, starring Jonah Hill and Miles Teller. Uh, this sounds like a pretty interesting film, so they're, they're filming that now. We have Everything Wrong with Finding Nemo in 11 minutes or less. We have the Honest trailer for Leprechaun, and that was uh, for St. Patrick's Day the other day, (laughs) which is pretty funny. Sony Pictures is going to be remaking Blue Thunder. I'm very excited about this. I had the toy helicopter Blue Thunder when I was a kid, and Blue Thunder was so sick back in the 80s. They got to obviously do something special with it, um, you know, for today's day and age. It's supposed to be going after drone technology and all kinds of stuff, Um, but... I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's give give me some blue thunder. Let's do it. Miles Teller hints that the classic Fantastic Four uh, costumes will be appearing eventually in the Fantastic Four fil- film. He says what you've seen in the trailer and everything is just uh, a tease. You know, he said they're they're like beta outfits and stuff. And then he says by the end of the film, you will see the classic costumes. So uh, that should put some people at ease a little bit over the Fantastic Four uh, film. Uh, we finally got the first trailer for Pixels. This is the new Adam Sandler film. It's got uh, Kevin James. It's basically, the gist is um, aliens attack, but they attack us in the form of like 80s video games. So like a gigantic Donkey Kong throwing barrels and Pac-Man's going down the road eating the cars and everything. Um, it, it's a silly concept, but I think it looks great. I know a lot of people have soured on Adam Sandler in the last couple of years. I still enjoy his films. And from the second I heard about the concept of Pixels, I've been super excited for this. And after I saw the trailer, I'm even more excited for this. I think it looks great. It looks like a big budget kind of action movie for Adam Sandler, which is interesting. Um, but I, I thought, you know, mixed with the humor and everything, where he's like, there's a scene in the trailer where he's talking to his wife and he says, like, don't worry, like, we're, you know, we'll, we'll be able to save everybody. And then he says, no, nah, I'm just joking, we're all going to die. <laughs> and that, that killed me, you know. And, uh, you know, it just, it looks fun, it looks very interesting. I think this is going to be a fun, fun movie to go see this summer. So check out the first trailer for Pixels. Um, we have, of course, the movies and TV shows coming and leaving Netflix in April, so check that out. Um, Sharknado 3 has been officially titled, Oh Hell No! So Sharknado 3, Oh Hell No! Uh, has a new two-hour original movie that will debut on the Sci-Fi Channel on Wednesday, July 22nd, 9 p.m., 8 central. So check out Sharknado 3, oh hell no, on (laughs) Sci-Fi. I love the names they come up with. Uh, Amazon has renewed Bosch for a second season. That's their highest rated uh, first run show that they've done. So very, very cool, and they'll get a second season on that. Steven Spielberg's dramatic thriller has been officially titled Bridge of Spies, starring Tom Hanks. We have the first teaser poster and logo reveal for the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. 
A&E is developing a series remake of Let the Right One In, so check that out. Um, the Meet the New Cast featurette for Furious 7 that you can check out. It's a quick little video, a couple minutes long, just shows all the new characters that are going to be in Furious 7. Um, Marvel's Daredevil producer talks costume evolution in the Netflix series. He basically confirms, finally, because I was getting worried about this, every picture we've seen of Daredevil so far is in this, like, black, kind of, like, it looks like a workout outfit to me, to be honest. It's like stretchy pants and uh, a black t-shirt and a black bandana around his head. Um, But they say, you know, by the end of the series, he will be in the official red Daredevil comic book outfit. Um, he talk, just talks in this article about the evolution, and it makes sense. It's about him becoming Daredevil. It's about him putting an outfit together just by like pieces of clothes in his closet. And then as he gets hurt and banged up, he starts kind of putting in more padding, and he tries to try out different materials and everything, eventually leading to the red Daredevil outfit that we all know and love. So I'm just very happy to get the confirmation that the red outfit's definitely going to be in there because we've seen no picture at all of the red outfit. So glad to know it's there, and we'll get it at some point. Uh, They are moving along with the Scarface remake. And it will be directed by, um, well, actually, it's being written by the guy that did Straight Out of Compton, the um, NWA biopic film that's coming out this summer. So, very cool. And, hey, a lot of people have been asking for it. New Scarface should be coming within the next couple of years. Uh, the Goldbergs, which is, of course, one of the best comedies on television right now, they're going to be taking on an episode that's, that's devoted and, and in celebration of the Princess Bride. So that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see that. Uh, American Horror Story Hotel has also added Wes Bentley as a series regular, so that makes sense. Wes Bentley had a little cameo and freak show as well last year. I'm glad that they're kind of shifting up the, uh, the people a little bit. We got the new trailer for the Vatican Tapes. Starring Michael Pena and uh, Dimon Hansu. We have the second official trailer for Ex Machina, which I talked about at the beginning of the show about how great this movie is being perceived. Um, we have the first trailer for Barely, Barely Lethal, starring Haley Steinfeld with Jessica Alba and Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, this week on Blu ray and DVD, of course, like I uh, talked about this on last week's show, but Exodus and Annie and Top 5 are all on DVD and Blu ray this week. Um, Fox has officially renewed Sleepy Hollow for season three. You know, it's funny because this got renewed just yesterday. And about an hour or so before they renewed this, I deleted off the last five episodes of season two on my DVR. I've tapped out on this show. And I'm sad about it because I loved Sleepy Hollow season one. I got sucked in, I loved the show, I was so excited about season 2, and I watched most of season 2. I just, I fell behind, and I had 5 episodes on the DVR. And I'm sitting here yesterday, and I'm flipping through my DVR, and I said, you know what, I'm just not invested in Sleepy Hollow anymore. I said, I really could care less, and I have no interest to waste 5 more hours of my life to catch up on these last 5 episodes. So I deleted them out. And I gave up on Sleepy Hollow. And then, like an hour later, it's like, Fox has renewed Sleepy Hollow for Season 3. Because a lot of the rumors going around were saying that it was actually going to get canceled. So that that was really the main reason I deleted all the episodes. Because I said, ah, it's going to get canceled anyway, who cares. But it got renewed, so... But you know what, congrats to them. It is a de- it is a good show. 
but I, I'm just I'm disconnected from it now, so I don't think I'll be following season three. But to those of you that like it, Sleepy Hollow will be back season three. Uh, Ruth Nega, uh, who she has been casted as Tulip in ABC's Preacher. Now, those of you that name might not sound familiar, but you know what? She's on Agents of Shield. She is. Um, uh, oh my God, I'm spacing her name, but she's the other girl. Um, that was transformed in the mid-season finale with Sky Reina. There we go, Reina. Um, she was doing. She came out of the Terra Genesis, all porcupine and kind of weird looking. Um, she's been on on the two seasons of Agents of Shield uh, as Reina, who is now an Inhuman. Um, so kind of interesting to see her go from Agents of Shield to now Preacher. So congratulations to her as she will star as Tulip in Preacher. Gina Rodriguez has joined Mark Wahlberg in Deepwater Horizon, so that's pretty cool. Uh, HBO's Nightingale, starring David Oyelio, is going to debut on May 29th over on HBO. Liza Minnelli has checked into rehab for substance abuse, so that's really, really sad. Hopefully she gets the help she needs. Josh Hutcherson and Zach Braff have joined James Franco's new film, In Dubious Battle. Um... Let's see here. Um, got some ratings. The Peanuts movie has officially been rated G, and Mad Max Fury Road has been given a strong R rating. <laughs> I like that they specified it's a strong R. Um, rumor mill going around is that J.J. Abrams will be back to direct Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, they're saying that they kind of did this on purpose with his contract to where he could do Episode Seven focus all his energy and everything into it, and then take a little break, allow someone else to step in, you know, follow it up with episode eight, allowing him a couple years to then step back into it and do episode nine. Uh, I think it makes sense. I always think it's good for a director to take a little break and then come back fresh-faced instead of, like, J.J. doing, like, the whole trilogy. Um, This is, once again, a rumor. Disney has not confirmed that J.J. is back for episode nine. Uh, but this seems to be a pretty credible rumor uh, that he might be, so I'll take that for what it is. Uh, T.J. Miller has confirmed that he is going to be playing Weasel in the Deadpool film, uh, which I I like. So it'll it'll be a great little comic role for him to be a little sidekick to Deadpool uh, as he plays Weasel in Deadpool. Another Suicide Squad rumor is that Jackie Earl Haley is being considered to play the Thinker. Take that for what it is. Uh, the Crash Ryan comic book series is in development as a feature film. I've never heard about Crash Ryan. Maybe uh, Geeky Pad or Friggins or somebody can enlighten me. Uh, we have the first uh, star-studded trailer for Spike TV's Lip Sync Battle, which looks really, really funny. This is based on the little sketch that Jimmy Fallon does on The Tonight Show. They turned it into a whole TV series. they got a lot of big stars coming to do it. LL Cool J is going to host, and it debuts in a couple weeks on Spike TV, so check that out. Uh, just dropped this morning, but the it's the new Avengers Age of Ultron extended TV spot. I don't usually care for TV spots. But this is about a minute long, and it's great. It does a whole roll call thing. 
it starts off really cool with Maria Hill saying, like, everything's set, boss. And and then it shows Tony, and he's like, oh, I'm not the boss. He's the boss. And he points to Captain America, and he says, I'm just the guy that pays for everything and gets everybody cool costumes and outfits and, and spaceships. And, like, he's just, like, going off about all this. And then and then it does this roll call thing. It's like, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, like, and anybody, even Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. You even hear Quicksilver say a line of dialogue for the first time ever. It's only a minute long, but they pack it in. It's got a bunch of new footage, and it got me so excited once again uh, for Age of Ultron. So you can check that out on our Facebook and Twitter page right now. It literally just dropped like an hour ago, the new Avengers Age of Ultron extended TV spot. And uh, we have, uh, they are developing the Brothers Grimm movie to a television series. I don't know why we need that, but that's happening. And we got some new trailers. We got a new trailer for Paper Towns. Uh, we have the trailer for The Transporter Refueled. And no, this does not have Jason Statham in it. He left the franchise. I believe this is a prequel. I don't know why you would bother doing a Transporter film without Jason Statham, unless it was direct-to-video, which this is not. So I don't know. I don't get it. And uh, we have Everything Wrong With The Day After Tomorrow. So you can check that out. Um, and that is our news. Woo, 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 you know it. Um, so that takes us pretty much right to our hour mark. Let's run down our box office and our release dates here. Um, pardon me. Uh, on DVD and Blu-ray this week, uh, which I hinted on just now, but was is top five, the Chris Rock movie. It's actually pretty damn funny. Exodus, Gods and Kings, which was a pretty decent little movie. Uh, Annie, which was horrible. Uh, and Penguins of Madagascar. Those are all on DVD and Blu-ray right now this week. In theaters tomorrow, or this Friday, is going to be Insurgent, which is, of course, the sequel to Divergent from last year. And The Gunman, starring Sean Penn, which I'm hearing really bad things about, which sucks because I really wanted to go see it. I know me and Geeky Pat were just talking about The Gunman yesterday, but I am hearing horrible reviews on this film, so maybe not. Um, I know I will not be seeing Insurgents, so sorry guys, I won't have that review for you. Here's your box office. Coming in number 10, it's The Duff with $2.9 Number 9 is American Sniper with $2.9 Number 8 is McFarlane USA with $3.7 million. Number 7 is uh, the Spongebob movie, Sponge Out of Water, with $4.1 million. Number 6 is the second best exotic Marigold Hotel with $5.7 million. Number 5 is Chappie with $5.8 million. Number 4 is Focus with $5.8 million. Number three is Kingsman, The Secret Service, with $6.2 million. Number two is Run All Night in its debut with $11 million. And number one is Cinderella with $70.1 million. So, wow, crazy, crazy high debut for Cinderella. They thought Cinderella was going to make about 55 55 60 and they were thrilled. And then it did 70.1 and, like I said, over $120 million globally. So, outstanding. Um, so that'll do it, my friends. Um, I am going to try to do another Am I on the Air a little bit sooner next week, because um, I don't want to keep getting the show pushed out so late like this, you know, so I'm not going to wait till Thursday again next week to do another episode. We're going to have to pop one up earlier. Um, it will also be... Uh, breaking down the summer movie guide of 2015. I was actually going to break that down 
um, on this episode, but we've hit our hour, and I don't want to, you know, hold it up. I think this will be a good thing to kind of dedicate some time to on our next episode. So, summer movie calendar, just to kind of let you know when all the big films are coming out in over the next several months, once the summer is kind of getting geared up, man. It's that big, big time. Um, so, let's do some shout-outs. Uh, number one, if you haven't checked out my new show, which is called Red Dragons Assemble, Go check it out. Red Dragons Assemble is a show that I do with Geeky Pat and Peeps. The three of us assemble, and we basically do a mashup show where we talk about basically whatever the hell we want uh, in the world of entertainment news. And um, we put up a show a couple weeks ago. It's called One. It's our debut episode. Uh, And go check it out. It's on reddragonsradio.com. And you'll just, you see the tab of all the radio shows that are on there. Click on Red Dragons Assemble and check out the episode. We'll have a new episode out of Red Dragons Assemble in about two weeks or so. Look for that right in the beginning of April. Uh, But it's a very cool show. Please support it. Go check it out. And, uh, of course, follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio so you know what's going down with all the radio shows on the network. Uh, I will also be guest appearing on a new People's Forum episode uh, that will probably go up either. It might be up right now as we as you listen to this show uh, or it will be up in the next day or so. Uh, but the latest People's Forum episode is basically a love it or hate it, the Expendables series. Uh, I, along with Geeky Pat, joined Peeps the other day and we basically broke down the Expendables movie saga of 1, 2, 3, what do we like, what do we not like, what do we think the future holds, all about the Expendables films. And it was actually a really, really great discussion. So look for that episode, check me out over there on the People's Forum talking about the Expendables. So check out Red Dragons Assemble, check out on the People's Forum. Of course, go listen to all the other great shows on Red Dragons Radio, like This Week with the Geek and Out of the Riffs and Pro Wrestling Nation, Brothers of Destruction Podcast, there's a bunch on there. Um, We're also going to be doing some new Am I Still on the Airs here in the next couple weeks. It's been a bit since we've we've done one, Um, but like I said earlier, me and Geeky Pat will be doing a Fast and Furious Am I Still on the Air, which I think is going to be awesome. And I think next week, I'm going to do an Am I Still on the Air uh, wrestling special for WrestleMania. Now, as most of you know, I used to host a show called Future Endeavors, which was a award-winning wrestling podcast. Uh, but we kind of retired that a couple years ago. And uh, But I'm still a very big wrestling fan. And coming on March 29th is WrestleMania 31. Uh, it's going to be a very big deal. It's going to be a really big card, and there's a lot of great matches. Uh, and I kind of want to talk about it. So I think I might do an Am I Still in the Air WrestleMania 31 uh, preview and prediction special. So that would be pretty tight, you know, maybe do that once a year for WrestleMania's uh, on an Am I Still in the Air. So we'll kind of dig a little bit back into the wrestling genre. So look for that next week. Look for the Fast and Furious one in a couple weeks. Lots of things lined up. I'm very excited. Um, Follow Am I on the Air on Instagram. If you check us out on Instagram, just type in Am I on the Air. You'll see it pop right up. Um, We do 15-second movie reviews right there. You can check it all out for Run All Night and, you know, Chappie and all the other movies in the last couple months. You can see 15-second movie reviews, let you know what's going down real quick. Um, Of course, 
like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash air. Follow us on Twitter at air. That's how you're going to get your news, you know. If, if you like to be up on the news as it drops and you don't want to wait, you know, a week to hear the new show to know what's going on, then you should be liking the Facebook page and following us on Twitter. All right? Makes simple sense. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter personally at DXDonMega. See what I'm up to. Uh, like I said, you can also find us on Red Dragons Radio, so bookmark that and listen to all the great content on there. Uh, you can follow Red Dragons Radio at Red Dragons Radio, so you always know what's going down there. Um, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash air. You can listen to the show on YouTube and see any other videos we decide to put up. Um, you can, of course, uh, get us on iTunes, download, rate, subscribe, get us on iTunes if you want to listen to us on the go. Uh, you can also download the Stitcher app. It's a great, great app. We're also on TuneIn as well. So that'll do it for us on this beautiful morning of Thursday, March the 19th. My birthday is Monday, just so everybody knows, March 23rd. So give me a little holla, holla. And, um, you know, maybe we'll do a birthday episode. Who knows? I'm going to be all over the place here. But um, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, thanks for supporting Am I on the Air. Go listen to Red Dragons Assemble and uh, check out the Am I Still on the Airs that we got coming up here soon. And um, show your support, show your love, send us tweets, let us know how you're feeling about the shows. And until next time, peace. Red Dragons!